you know, I consider myself to be a pretty carefree person. Like, I don't really care what people think of me 90% of the time, which I would say is a pretty good percentage. Like, 90% of the time, I walk into a room and I'm like, fuck it. People can take it or leave it if they like me, if they like what I'm wearing, if they like what I'm talking about, then great. And if not, then that is just the way that it's going to be. And that's fine. You know, and listen, occasionally I have a little bit of social anxiety. I start to get in my head about social interactions. It happens. But I would say 90% of the time I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I've gotten to a place in my life where I'm as carefree as I've ever been before. I've never been this carefree before, you know, like a good example would be, you know, recently I've become obsessed with these jackets that I refound in my closet. They're like these soft puffer jackets that only moms should wear. I don't think I should be allowed to wear these types of jackets as a 20 year old because they scream mom in such a distinct and special way that I just don't feel like I'm supposed to be wearing them. Um, and there's something kind of embarrassing about wearing them. Like it, it's just, I can't put a finger on why it's embarrassing, but it just is, you know, especially in LA where everybody dresses really fashionable and cool. Not everybody, but it's a lot more common to see people dressed, you know, fashionable and street style cool, you know, and then I'm over here in my soft and squishy puffer jacket that has a very motherly silhouette to it. You know what I mean? It just, it just screams mom and it doesn't scream cool in any way, shape or form. Well, I've been wearing these every day for the past two weeks and I have seen so many different people while wearing these soft puffer jackets that I own. I own two of them, which makes this whole thing even more dangerous because there's no reason not to wear them every single day. They're so comfortable. And God, I wonder if I could buy more. They've been in my closet for a while, but I just like rediscovered them. I need to buy more. I don't even care, right? Like the point of this whole tangent was, you know, I literally am at a point in my life where I'm so carefree that I'm wearing mother style puffer jackets in public more often than I wear anything else. And I don't care. I don't care what people think of me. I don't care if people are like, ooh, she's not very fashionable or cool when they talk to me. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. But there's one thing that's like kind of my kryptonite in a way. There's one thing that absolutely destroys my confidence every time. And it's having to put on a costume. This episode of Anything Goes is presented by Azo Vaginal Health Products. Azo offers an entire line of products designed to help balance your vaginal pH and protect your vaginal health. Save 20% with promo code PODCAST on azoproducts.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. With Squarespace, you can do much more than build a website. You can set up your own online store. It doesn't matter what you sell, physical goods, digital products, services. Squarespace has everything you need to start selling online. You can even sell custom merch. Just design it 
Production, inventory, and shipping are all handled for you. And with Squarespace's asset library, you can upload, organize, and access your content all in one place. To get started, head to squarespace.com slash Emma for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code Emma to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. When you want someone compatible, start the search on Bumble. It has the features you need to find exactly what you're looking for. Like a six-foot Aquarius who likes rock climbing and also wants kids. Or a runner with a penchant for poetry who loves dogs and wants a serious connection. We know you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Download Bumble today. Like, anytime I need to dress up for anything and go in public, I immediately feel so vulnerable. Let's say there's a costume party. The costume party is themed zoo animals and everybody has to dress up like a zoo animal to go to this party. You walk in, you know, you see somebody dressed up as like a hot giraffe. You know, your crush is dressed up as a koala because it's so funny because he's on the football team and he's such a you know muscly dude but he's dressed up as a sweet and precious and squishy koala and it's so funny because he has so many muscles so it's like so funny that he's dressed up like a koala he should be dressed up like a tiger okay (laughs) whatever you get and and then you know you show up and you're dressed up like a cheetah and you know, you're, you're looking around and you're like, ah, is my costume funny enough? Uh, is my costume too timid? Is it too tame? Is it too boring? You know, do I not look cool in this costume? Do I look stupid in this costume? Is my costume stupid? Is everybody going to make fun of me about my costume behind my back? All of these questions start filling up your mind. And I haven't even touched on getting ready for a costume party okay while you're getting ready for this costume party you know you're putting on your costume you're immediately having doubts you're like I don't know if this is the one like do I have anything else in my closet could I make another costume I'm not really feeling mine what if nobody else wears costumes what if I'm the only one wearing a costume and I show up looking like a fucking clown like what's the situation like are we going full costume mode or are we kind of like half assing the costumes for this party like we're wearing normal clothes but it could kind of pass as a costume but it could also pass as just normal street clothes like what's the vibe you know should I text someone and ask oh that seems like I care too much oh no I can't ask if anybody else, you know, is going full 100% or if they're just going 50%. I can't ask that, you know, like I just have to trust my gut here, but my gut is leading me in the wrong direction and it's not making a decision. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know if I want to go 100%. I don't know if I want to go 50%. I don't know if I want to go 25%. There is something so vulnerable. There is something so uncomfortable. There is something so nerve wracking about dressing up in a costume and seeing other people. The only time that it's fun and cute and chill and easy is if you're just doing a little party with your friends, you know, you're close with everybody, you're comfortable with everybody, there's no room for embarrassment. That's when it's fun because you can really get creative and really let, you know, your creative side shine. But when you're going to a Halloween party, for example, 
there are people there that you're not really super close with that might judge your costume. You know, the environment's a little bit unfamiliar. That is extremely upsetting to me. Um, And listen, I don't know if I am the only one. I know some people who have no problem with dressing up and going to a costume party, more specifically dressing up and going to a Halloween party. I know a lot of people that get excited about this, that have a lot of fun with this, that don't overthink this. But for some reason, this is one thing that really makes me anxious. Like, and it's so stupid. Like, you know, I look at it from a bird's eye view. I put it into perspective and I'm like, Emma, it's a fucking costume party. No one's even looking at your costume, babe. Get over it. Get over yourself. Get over it. But Halloween is in less than a week when I'm recording this. You know, it's time to start thinking about my costumes for if I decide to celebrate Halloween in any social setting which is, you know, TBD, no promises. It's possible. I don't know what my vibe is going to be on the day, but, you know, it's good to have a costume locked and loaded. And so I've been really heavily thinking about like, okay, what am I going to do this year? And my thought process went a little something like this. There's basically three directions that you can go when it comes to picking out a Halloween costume or even just any costume in general. There's three directions that you can go. Number one, you can go accurate costume. This is if you dress up exactly like the thing that you're dressing up as, right? A good example would be you dress up as Spider-Man. Okay, you go to the store and you buy a well-fitted Spider-Man suit and you just put the thing on and you look exactly like Spider-Man. It's very accurate. You look exactly like Spider-Man. Or another example would be, you know, you're going as a cat and you kind of go all in, you know, you do makeup accurately like a cat, you know, you make yourself accurately look like a cat, not like a cute little cartoon cat. No, you fully, you know, try to make your face look like a cat's face. And, you know, you put on a cat suit that makes your body look like it have it has fur all over it. You know, you like you fully go in and you try to create an accurate costume. Now, there's pros and cons to this. The pros is that it's usually pretty impressive when you accurately dress up as something and it's kind of foolproof, right? Like nobody's going to question you on that. People will immediately know what you are. You're not doing anything too crazy, too eccentric necessarily. And so you'll just kind of fly under the radar. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to be talking about your costume. You're not necessarily making any waves, but it's like safe. You know, it's kind of safe to just dress up like something point blank. There's cons to this though. The cons of dressing up as something accurately is that, number one, people might say things like, oh, like she took this too seriously. Like she she took the costume too seriously and she just like dressed up accurately like blank, you know, whatever the costume is. Or somebody might say, oh, she didn't have any fun. Like what, you know, like she just kind of dressed up like 
a cat like there's just yeah it looks cool but like she didn't have any fun with it like that's kind of embarrassing like she just took it so seriously and just whatever um would people actually ever say that probably not like in reality probably not but in my imagination oh they are saying that oh they are saying that so that leads us to option number two when it comes to dressing up in a costume which is to go the hot route and by the hot route I mean basically taking any costume and making it hot I'm talking about you're dressing up as a cat but instead of making your you know costume look super realistic you just kind of have a little bit of of ass out you know so it's like instead of you know the attention to detail going towards making sure that your cat suit has accurate looking fur the the attention to detail is more going into how much ass is being decided to be out <laughs> you see what i'm saying okay and listen, option number two can be totally fun too. Like sometimes it's fun to go the hot costume route, you know? Like I totally get it. I have nothing against it. The only problem with this option for me is that I'm not fooling anybody, okay? If I try to be a hot cat for Halloween, I'm going to walk into this Halloween party and anybody who even relatively knows me is going to be like, Emma, what are you, what is, who, what, this is not you. This is just doesn't fit with you, <laughs> you know? And they would be right. Like I would walk into a Halloween party dressed up as a hot cat and just feel like I was lying to myself because deep down I know that like, dressing up in a quote-unquote hot costume just doesn't fit my personality um you know like as easy and fun as it would be to show up to a halloween party as a hot vampire i just don't think that the hot costume route works for me it just doesn't work for me now for the average person you know there are still pros and cons to going the hot route Pros would be, you know, you might feel a little bit spicy and confident. And you should if, you know, you're dressing up in a hot costume and you're like feeling it and it matches your your vibe and your energy and you're loving it. You're living, laughing and loving when you're wearing it. You should feel like a fucking baddie. End of story. And that is a huge pro, you know, like kind of getting to have a little bit of fun right? That's a pro. The cons of wearing a hot costume is that you don't know who's going to be around at said party. You don't know who you're going to see in general. Like what if you show up to this costume party and the host of the party's parents decided to hang out at the party for the first hour. Now your ass is out in front of somebody's parents. Listen, to each their own, but that personally makes me a little bit uncomfortable. So when you're wearing a hot costume, you really have to know who you're about to see and you have to be certain about who you're about to see because things could get a little bit uncomfortable and you could start to feel really weird all of a sudden if you know, you're wearing this hot costume in front of the wrong audience. That is a valid and big risk, okay? 
But also, if you're a little bit like me, another con of wearing a hot costume could be that you don't feel like yourself. You don't feel right. Like, when I, I don't know what it is. I, I made a whole episode kind of about this whole thing. Um, the The title of that episode is called The Feminine Mold. But I don't feel comfortable or myself when I'm like in any way trying to be quote unquote hot. Like I can't do that. Like I just don't consider myself in any way, shape or form hot. And so dressing up in a quote unquote hot costume just feels like I'm lying to myself because I don't see myself as hot. Like I just don't see that. Like that just doesn't feel right. And anytime I try to do that, it feels wrong. And I don't feel as confident because I'm, I, I don't feel like I'm being honest with myself. You know, nothing says confidence like being you. You know what I mean? When you feel confident in what you're wearing and you feel comfortable in what you're wearing, you're 10 times more confident immediately. And that radiates, you know, throughout a room. Everybody can feel that. So... If you show up to a Halloween party, you're wearing a hot costume, but you don't feel like that's you, you know, then you won't be radiating confidence And that in turn is not as attractive. And let's all be honest with ourselves. If we're wearing a quote unquote hot costume, you know, we want to be a hoot a little bit, you know, like we want to feel hot and we want other people to be like oh wow she's kind of looking hot right now that's the vibe but if you if if you don't feel confident when you're dressing up in a hot costume then it defeats the whole purpose you see what I'm saying because you walk into the room you're not feeling confident you're not feeling good you're not feeling spicy everything goes down the drain like what's the point of that so that's another con of dressing up in a hot costume this episode is brought to you by bumble when you want someone compatible Start the search on Bumble. It has the features you need to find exactly what you're looking for. Like a six-foot Aquarius who likes rock climbing and also wants kids. Or a runner with a penchant for poetry who loves dogs and wants a serious connection. We know you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Download Bumble today. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. With Squarespace, you can do much more than build a website. You can set up your own online store. It doesn't matter what you sell, physical goods, digital products, services. Squarespace has everything you need to start selling online. You can even sell custom merch. Just design it. Production, inventory, and shipping are all handled for you. And with Squarespace's asset library, you can upload, organize, and access your content all in one place. To get started, head to squarespace.com slash Emma for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code Emma to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Now, we have option number three, and this is the hardest to pull off, but the most impressive and show-stopping option. This is the funny option. Now, The thing about wearing a funny costume is that no one can make fun of you, okay? Immediately, there's a pro. No one can make fun of you because your whole costume is a joke. 
So nobody can laugh at you. They can only laugh with you. The thing about doing a funny costume is that there's pretty much no room to fail here. You know, there's no risk of feeling overdressed because if you walk in the room with an outfit that sparks humor, you know, like there's just nobody's going to be like, oh, they're overdressed, you know, and if for whatever reason you did overdo it, you did overdress for this costume party, but your costume is funny, then, you know, you can kind of switch your narrative a little bit and be like, yeah, I overdressed on purpose to be funny because my costume is funny, you idiots. You know, you guys are fucking, you guys are like, you guys don't get it. Like, you guys don't get this art form. Like, I overdressed on purpose, you idiots. You guys are stupid. And I'm so much funnier than all of you, you know? You can go that route. Also, if you're feeling kind of crazy, you can honestly do a hot and funny costume. Now, it's not an easy thing to pull off, but it is absolutely possible. I've only been able to successfully pull it off once in my life. Once in my life. But it was my best costume I've ever done. And that was when I dressed up as Captain Underpants. My costume was very simple. I wore platform white shoes, scrunched down white socks, a pair of men's Calvin Klein briefs, a nude bralette, and a cape. I looked like Captain Underpants, but I was showing a little bit of skin. I felt kind of like a baddie still, like I didn't feel fully like Captain Underpants. I felt like Captain Underpants, but cute. I felt like Captain Underpants, but like, you know, if I moved the wrong way, like an ass cheek would slip out or even like possibly a boob. And like, that's the vibe. That was the vibe that year. And it worked because this was why it was so perfect. And this is why I was so happy with it. Because when I walked into the Halloween parties that year, I got a few laughs. But also when I would look around and see like what other people were dressed up in, and they were dressed, you know, more leaning towards the hot option. I didn't feel out of place, you know? It's kind of weird when you walk into a Halloween party and you went funny mode and everybody else went hot mode and you're like, fuck. I look like a little bit too goofy now because everybody went hot mode and I went funny mode and now, you know, I look like the class clown and that's kind of fun, but that's maybe only fun for 20 minutes, you know? Now I have to socialize with all these people that went the hot mode. I'm inevitably going to feel a little bit self-conscious. Not fully self-conscious, but like a little bit, you know? If you go hot in funny mode, you get a laugh out of everybody. But then, you know, when you look around and see everybody else who went hot mode, you still feel like you're up to bat. You know what I mean? You still feel like you're in the game. You know what I mean? You don't feel like... You're just the joke of the party. You're the joke of the party, but hot. You're the hot joke of the party. That's fire. And that's my goal every single year. Okay, I'm like, I need to try to do a hot but funny costume. Now, listen, Halloween is literally in a few days and I, I don't know what I'm doing yet. Um, I don't even know if I'm going to a Halloween party. I might not even need a costume but I need to start thinking anyway because it's just impossible to know what life's going to throw at me. You know what I mean? In honor of Halloween, 
I'm going to talk about some of my past Halloween costumes. If you don't celebrate Halloween, I'm sorry. You're not really missing that much. You know, like Halloween hasn't been fun for me since I was like 13. So, you know, like I wouldn't say you're missing anything if you don't celebrate. Um, It's possibly one of my least favorite holidays, which I can talk about later, but I don't want to talk about it yet. We have to work our way there. Okay. Thank you guys for your patience. In honor of Halloween, I need to discuss some of my past costumes. Between ages five and 13, I had a lot of fun with dressing up for Halloween. A lot of my costumes weren't very interesting, but a handful of them were. And those I I will talk about. In elementary school, every year for I think four or five years, I dressed up like a zombie every year. But I, I didn't fuck around though. My dad is an artist. He paints paintings, you know, art pieces for a living. And he's a very artistic man. And so when I told him that I wanted to dress up as a zombie, he was like, oh, let's fucking go. And he did my zombie makeup so well. It genuinely looked scary. And I was obsessed with it. I used to be really obsessed with like creepy stuff when I was younger. Like I was one of those kids that just like really liked, you know, the Tim Burton movies and like really liked going into Hot Topic and like looking at all the goth stuff. Like I liked that shit as a kid for whatever reason. So dressing up as a zombie for me was like, actually the best thing ever but my zombie makeup was so realistic and so terrifying that I used to frighten other kids at school and I remember one year my school told me and my dad that like we we had to dial it down because like it was it was genuinely scaring other children um so that was definitely a highlight and then you know also my mom is incredible at sewing and so one year she sewed me this gown and rubbed it in dirt and shit fake dirt not real dirt (laughs) fake dirt let me clarify and made me this corpse bride dress so that I could be a zombie bride that was incredible um that's about it for elementary school I didn't really do anything else pretty crazy those years were fun but besides that nothing interesting happened middle school I couldn't tell you what I dressed up as probably whatever my friend group was doing because I was a complete sheep and did whatever my friend group in middle school did they were wearing you know Ugg boots and leggings I was wearing Ugg boots and leggings They bought a certain brand of pen from, you know, the store to take notes with at school. I bought those pens. You know, I was just a fucking clone of my middle school friend group. So whatever they did is what I did. Uh, I'm pretty sure we were all cats at some point. Super creative, super spicy, super interesting, super groundbreaking. um, And just overall super precious. But that was that my freshman year of high school was the first time I dappled in a hot quote-unquote costume I dressed up as a lifeguard and 
the kind of disgusting part of this is that I bought these lifeguard shorts in this lifeguard sweatshirt when I was in fifth grade on my birthday in fifth grade. Um, my mom took me to a beach boardwalk that had like a bunch of touristy stuff. You know, there was roller coasters, funnel cake stands, hot dog stands, pizza stands, gift shops, the whole nine yards. My mom took me there for my birthday and I bought a lifeguard outfit. It came with like a little pair of shorts and like a little sweatshirt crew neck situation. So, you know, I bought this outfit in fifth grade and then I just kept it in my closet. And then freshman year of high school rolls around and I was like, oh, this little lifeguard outfit that I bought when I was in fifth grade will probably show a little bit of ass now that I'm um, a freshman in high school and want attention. So I'm going to wear this for Halloween. And I did. And my entire ass was out the whole night. And I, you know, the thing is, my intentions weren't right. You know, was I was I wearing this because I like felt confident in it? No, I was wearing it because I wanted to like at least accomplish my first kiss or something. You know, like I just wanted like something like I just wanted to. My intentions were bad is what I'm saying. Like my intentions were strictly to get attention from boys. Uh, And I know that. You know, like I, I'm not, I'm not an idiot. Okay. I know what I was trying to do as a fucking freshman in high school, dressing up in a hot costume. Okay. I know what I was doing. I'd love to say that I, you know, was just trying, I just thought the costume was cute. No, I wanted, I wanted attention. Um, and the rest of the costume, the rest of the costume was actually pretty like tame. Like I wasn't going too crazy but it was just like when I would turn around it was just like my whole ass and it's funny to me because like I don't even think I would do that now maybe I would I don't know I just like whatever that was that one year my friend and I decided to do Napoleon Dynamite in Kip which was possibly our best costume we'd ever done um and it's possibly one of the best costumes I've ever done period it was so good. It was really accurate. You know, we went the accurate route and we took our time and we really planned it out. And it just turned out really good, you know, because the thing about a good costume is that a decent amount of planning goes into it. You know, you can't just go into your closet and start ripping shit out and like making a, a you know, you have to buy props. You know what I mean? You have to buy things to make it perfect. That's not necessarily true. I think you could go into your closet and get creative, but I, I ne- I've never had the patience for that. So like I actually have to put effort in. I have to put time in. And I really did that with the Napoleon Dynamite costume. And it turned out so good. Two years ago, my friends and I decided to do hot but funny SpongeBob. So I, you know, my one of my friends was Squidward. One of my friends was SpongeBob. Uh, I was Patrick. And, you know... That one was pretty good. That one was pretty good because it was like, it was funny, but it was still like, it was 50% funny, 50% hot. You know what I mean? And I feel like that was a success. I believe that was the same year that I did Captain Underpants. I was just slaying the funny but hot costumes that year. And I put, you know, with both of those costumes, I, I put in ample effort 
they turned out great. You know, I got a laugh out of them, but then also, you know, I felt relatively confident in them because even though, you know, I kind of maybe went a little bit of the hot route, like I still, the, the costume is rooted in funny and in humor. So I didn't feel too vulnerable. Those were all the years that like I did something significant, but all the years in between, I've had the exact same problem, which is that Halloween comes around. I don't think about it until literally the day before. And then I have to pull something together last minute and it ends up being absolutely terrible. A good example would be one year when I had just moved to LA and Halloween rolled around and I was like, I don't know how to do this. So I decided to be Barbie. But when I went to the costume store, they only had short blonde wigs, not long blonde wigs. So I was wearing a short blonde wig. Um, I didn't look like Barbie at all because Barbie has a long blonde wig. Hello, obviously. And I just took random pieces out of my closet that I thought Barbie would wear and none of it was really that accurate. I don't even think I looked at a reference photo of Barbie at any point throughout creating my costume for her. Like I just, the whole thing was a train wreck. You know, I looked terrible. Like it just looked so lazy and wrong. Um, And that's kind of a reoccurring theme with majority of the Halloween years in my life. I just don't plan until the last minute and then everything goes to shit and I can't pull something together and I can't make it work. Uh... And that might very well happen this year. I don't know. Anyway, enough talking about costumes. I don't know what I'm going to do this year. I don't have any advice for you because I don't even have advice for myself. Um, If I'm being honest, I think that the best way to do Halloween is to just do a little party with your friends. Make some pumpkin-related desserts Dress up in funny costumes together. Take the pressure off yourself and just relax. Am I going to do that? Of course not. Because I kind of weirdly enjoy putting myself in uncomfortable situations sometimes. Like I enjoy the challenge here and there. You know, like as much as I know that I'm probably going to hate going to Halloween parties, I you can bet your bottom dollar I'm going to go. Because I just like, I want to see, like I'm curious, I'm like nosy, you know, and so I want to see what's going on there. Um, and am I going to be extremely anxious about my costume and what people think of it? Yes. Yes. Unless I can successfully figure out a funny but hot costume in like three days, which, you know, Lord knows. Is that possible? Ah, uh, we shall see. The thing about holidays for me is that I like to look at the holidays as a time to relax. And that's why I'm such a big fan of Thanksgiving and Christmas and Easter even, even though I don't really celebrate Easter. I mean, kind of, whatever. But I love those holidays. I love the holiday season in general because, you know, it's a time to unwind. You can put your phone down, hang out with your family or your friends and just like decompress and just kind of enjoy yourself, you know, you can kind of let loose. That's what I love about the holidays. Like you get off your fucking phone, you know, and you just live in the moment with the people that you care about and you eat good food and you laugh and you drink wine and you just love life. You live, laugh and love. Okay. 
Halloween is not relaxing like that, which is why it might be my least favorite holiday. Like Halloween is all about the Instagram picture. Are you kidding me? It's all about going to the spiciest Halloween party you can find and getting a good Instagram photo in your costume. That is what it's become. Unless you're still at trick-or-treating age, in which enjoy Halloween while it lasts, babe, because it's not going to be fun anymore when trick-or-treating is no longer socially acceptable for your age group. You know, like if I started going trick-or-treating right now, you know, I'd get the police called on me. My only option is to go to Halloween parties and to take Instagram photos in my fucking costume. Like that's, that's just, okay, listen, that's not a holiday to me. That's a chore. And... I could make Halloween cute and fun, but I don't know. There's something, uh, there's something in me. That it's like the devil on my shoulder is telling me, but Emma, you have to torture yourself and go to the Halloween party and dress up and then you have to post an Instagram photo in your costume. Like the devil on my shoulder is telling me that. The angel on my shoulder is like, Emma, invite over the three people that you know and carve pumpkins and make pumpkin bread and pumpkin seeds and and pumpkin pasta and pumpkin soup together and eat it around a fire and tell spooky stories <laughs> you know like that's what my angel on my shoulder is saying but you know on the day of the devil which is halloween you know the devil wins without fail every year this episode is brought to you by dove I'm messy. I'm a messy girl. And when you're as messy as I am, you need a deodorant that doesn't mess around. Enter Dove Vitamin Care Plus deodorant. Its lightweight formula is super powered with vitamin B3 to reinforce your skin's natural odor defenses while providing new levels of skincare for your underarms, keeping you feeling fresh, whatever your day throws at you. Dove Vitamin Care Plus deodorant. Learn more at dove.com. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Who doesn't wish they had a little bit more time? But the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how do we even use it? I feel like if I had an extra hour every day, I would spend it, well, I'd like to say I'd spend it meditating, deep breathing, self-reflecting, but I would probably be using it on my phone. And I know that that's cliche, but it's true. It's good to sit down and think about what's important and make it a priority. And therapy can help you figure that out. A therapist can work with you to define your values and understand your priorities so you know what things you can spend your time on that will really fulfill you. Otherwise, you'll always be wishing for more time. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp offers convenient, affordable online therapy that comes to you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash anything. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. All right. (coughs) Excuse me. I had a little loogie in my throat. I asked you guys on the Twitter at AG Podcast to ask questions about Halloween, ask for advice about Halloween, overall discuss Halloween with me and you guys had a lot to say so I'm gonna give some advice answer some questions and discuss all things Halloween here we go somebody said what are some Halloween food ideas slash recipes okay one of my favorite 
Halloween recipes is roasted pumpkin seeds. They're so fucking good. It They're really easy to make too. You just basically clean all of the seeds from a pumpkin. You know, you can soak them in water and rub, rub them a little bit and get all the pumpkin guts off of them. Um, and then you let them sit and dry out for a little bit. And then you put some olive oil, salt, maybe some paprika, maybe some chili powder, maybe a little bit of uh, garlic if you're feeling a little spicy and you want to have a little added flavor. And then you just pop them in the oven and then you take them out and they're so good. And this is perfect if you are carving pumpkins with friends and you have all these excess seeds you can roast them and they're really delicious. Like they are really good. Like I actually kind of want to buy a pumpkin now so that I can make pumpkin seeds because they're so fucking good. You can eat, like I would eat a whole entire pumpkin's worth of seeds in like five minutes when I was a kid. Like I, they were so good. They just, oh, they're so good. Oh my God. And I think they even have protein. So nutritious and fun. Um, another thing I really love pumpkin bread and I think it would be really fun to do like a pumpkin banana bread like just add a little bit of banana to your pumpkin bread so that it has that like warm banana flavor with the pumpkin I think that would be so good um google a recipe for that I don't have one but you know whatever also this is just my opinion but I think that maple flavored things also fit in the you know Halloween vibe so making some sort of maple pecan cookie maple pecan oatmeal cookie even would be really delicious um but if all of that sounds too high maintenance halloween is all about the candy so it's like if you're not really feeling you know cooking a full recipe just put out a bunch of candy bars okay like you can't go wrong you know halloween is is the day of candy. So like you could also lean into that. You could also make homemade candy bars. That could be really fun. Like, you know, make your own Reese's peanut butter cups. That's super easy. Oh my God, that's great. All you do is just literally melt chocolate, mix peanut butter and powdered sugar together and like maybe a little bit of extra oil if it's too dry. Spoon that into the, you know, wet melted chocolate. Put a little bit of chocolate on top. You know, you put it in a little muffin tin and then you know you put it in the freezer let it freeze for like an hour and then pop them out and then boom peanut butter cups those are so good I used to make those all the time super easy too somebody said what's your favorite Halloween candy um Reese's peanut butter cups I really don't like candy corn um I'm sorry to those of you who like candy corn, I just really would love a little bit more depth of flavor here. You know, it, like it, there's just so many things that are better. Um, I really love Reese's peanut butter cups. Of course, I like Twix. I like Kit Kat. You know, any like generic chocolate bar is probably my favorite. But I also love any sour candy. So like sour punch straws. Warheads, not a huge fan of Sour Patch Kids. I know that that's a super unpopular opinion, but I really don't like Sour Patch Kids. They're not sour enough and they're just not that great. Sour Patch Watermelon are better, but they're still not my favorite. I prefer Sour Punch Straws. Um, anywho, somebody said, what is an easy costume for last minute? I think that last minute, you know, your best bet 
is to dress up as like some type of person, right? Because people wear clothes and you have clothes in your closet. You know what I'm saying? So it's easiest to go that route. So, you know, maybe you want to be like a tennis player. That's super easy. Just find like a plain short skirt in your closet, you know, a collared button up shirt and like a headband and boom, you're a tennis player, you know, like that's super easy. I actually did that one year in high school and it was actually pretty cute. And I literally whipped it together out of stuff I already had. So that was really fun and like easy. And, you know, you can wear any kind of shoes with it. You could wear some sort of like athletic shoe. You could wear like some cool like retro Reebok looking ass shoes. Uh, you could have fun with it. Or you could be like a cowboy, right? Like that's so easy. You just wear like cowboy boots and jeans and like a button up shirt and like a cowboy hat. Like it's easy, you know, stuff like that. Like dressing up as a, as a, person I think is the easiest bet unless you for some reason have cat ears lying around then like worst case scenario you could always be a cat and draw a little nose on obviously that's like the most popular costume possibly on the planet so that's not always the most ideal option but when desperate times call for desperate measures sometimes you have to whip out the cat ears you know another thing you could do last minute is like if you have time to go to a costume store is you could buy something that like you could buy like one thing that makes a whole costume. For example, you know, let's say you want to be a vampire. All you need to buy for that is just vampire fangs. And then at home you can do your own vampire makeup and just wear like an all black outfit. You already have everything else. You know, you just need the little fangs or Again, like let's say you want to be an animal of some sort. All you need to buy are the animal ears. The rest you can do with your own closet and your own makeup. Sometimes that's like the best route is just to like buy one staple thing from the store that you can find last minute that you can mix and match with stuff that you already have to make a full costume. I've done that multiple years and it's worked out pretty well. Somebody said, it's my first time dressing up for Halloween and I feel kind of anxious because it's not something that I normally do. I totally understand this. I have been dressing up for Halloween every single year for my entire life and I still get extreme anxiety about it, which is just so bizarre to me because it's so not that big of a deal. But for some reason, this holiday causes me more anxiety than it it really should. Like it, there's no reason for it to be making me this anxious. But I would say, you know, when it comes to dressing up this year, like just take it easy, like do something that you feel comfortable in, that you feel yourself in, you know, do something that is kind of like a medley between what you wear on a day to day basis and a costume. You know, you don't need to go all out, wear clothes that you feel comfortable in and then turn that into a costume in some way, whether that's by, you know, adding cat ears or adding fake blood to your face and some fangs to make you a vampire like just take it easy this year because that will help because I think that Halloween parties already you know create a lot of anxiety for some of us because we you know have the fear of overdressing so just take it easy go light this year and that might help with some of the anxiety that you're feeling somebody said what's your favorite scary movie for Halloween Hands down, Coraline, 
there is no other Halloween movie in my eyes. Coraline is the only... Oh my God, I dressed up as Coraline last year. I totally forgot that I did that because I didn't go anywhere. I just took a photo in it and then took it off immediately. I dressed up for Halloween for only Instagram last year. Is that sad? Yes. Actually, I had a few costumes last year. But with the Coraline one specifically, I literally put it on, took a photo in it, and then took it off. I didn't, like, it was really, ugh, it was not my best work. Um, actually, the costume itself was some of my best work, if I'm being honest. But the fact that I just, like, put it on only to take a photo in it is, you know, there's a moral dilemma there that I'm not ready to get into right now. But anyway, Coraline is the best Halloween movie. Somebody said, Halloween makes me really sad because it reminds me of when I was a kid and everything was so easy and life was really fun and I'm just so scared of growing up. I don't know if that's normal. Unfortunately, I don't have any kind of, you know, quick fix remedy for this because I'm, I deal with the same thing every year. I feel weirdly corrupt every year, you know, like going to LA Halloween parties instead of staying home and being wholesome with my friends and cooking and watching scary movies and going out and going trick-or-treating like I feel corrupt but the truth of the matter is you know growing up is is actually good it's important and you there's so many great things that come with growing up you know your independence the wisdom that you develop all of that is so exciting and you know it's not a bad thing there's nothing bad about growing up like I feel like I I'm getting closer and closer to getting to a point in my adulthood where things kind of even out and become a lot more level and calm and cool and collected and less crazy and sporadic. Like, it, you know, emotions run wild when you're young. And I feel like when you start getting older, you know, things start to settle down. And that's really exciting. It, it might not sound like it is, but it, it is. And every chapter of life comes with pros and cons. And so, you know, the best thing that you can do is just live in the moment. And, and you know, the, the beautiful thing about memories is that they, those live on forever in your head, you know, like those don't have to go away. So there's nothing wrong with remembering your childhood Halloween and like enjoying that memory for what it is. And also, you know, things can still be fun and simple if you want them to be. You can figure out a way to make Halloween fun, wholesome, simple, comforting, just like it was when you were a kid. It just might take a little extra effort and it might force you to go against the grain a little bit and not do what your friends are doing. But if you really want that, you could totally do that. Somebody said, I can't decide on a costume. Any advice? Well, if you're deciding between multiple costumes, the best advice I have is to choose the most comfortable one because if you're going out and about on Halloween, the last thing you want to do is be uncomfortable. It is, it's a nightmare. I always wear comfortable Halloween costumes because, you know, like Halloween night, you're like running around being a little rebellious kid. You know, you want to go a little crazy. You want to be comfortable. So that's rule number one. But also I would say if you like don't even have a starting point and you're like, I have no idea what to do. Choosing a character from one of your favorite movies or TV shows will always be an easy go-to. Like, my two favorite movies are Napoleon Dynamite and Halloween. Well, 
in Halloween. Excuse me. My two favorite movies are Coraline and Napoleon Dynamite. And I've dressed up as Coraline once and Napoleon Dynamite twice at this point. It's always fun. It always starts up a fun conversation because, you know, if you're dressing up as your favorite movie, you know, people are going to come up to you who also like that movie and they're going to be like, oh my God, that's my favorite movie. No way. And then, you know, next thing you know, you have a little cute combo about it. It's cute. It's good. Somebody said, do you think it's better to stay in and watch movies or go out and party? I don't think any, you know, I don't think one is better than the other. I think it's a matter of like, what's going to make you the most happy. If you would be completely happy and satisfied just staying at home and watching movies and being cozy in your bed, by all means, do that. I can guarantee you're not missing anything. I can guarantee you that. But if you're like me and you're like, ah, I need to know what's going on. Like, I need to see. I need to see what's going on tonight. Like, I'm curious. I'm nosy. I want to see. I don't know if I'm going to have a good time. But, like, I'd rather be miserable and know what happened and know what's going on tonight than not know. You know, like every other night I'm going to stay in. But on Halloween night, I, I want to see what's up. I want to see like what people are dressing up as. I want to see what the vibe is like, you know, whatever. You can always go to a party. And then if you're like not feeling it, you just leave. Like you can leave at any point and then go home and watch a movie after. Like you don't need to stay the whole night. Sometimes it's fun to just go check things out, you know, make an appearance and then just go home and spend the rest of the evening watching movies and relaxing. Like you can do both. Or if you're stoked about a party, fucking send it. Like, they're, oh my God, I just sounded like a fucking college frat boy. Halloween is bringing out a weird side of me that I don't like. Um, yeah, if you're excited about the idea of going out, go out. If, if it's fun for you, then there's nothing wrong with that. You are one of the lucky ones. Go enjoy, baby. When I was a little bit younger, I used to really love, um, going to parties because it was kind of rare you know so I'd always get super excited I mean I usually would end up being disappointed but you know I'd get excited beforehand and you know like that was really fun and there was nothing wrong with it you know there's nothing wrong with going to parties if you enjoy doing it it's only wrong if you are forcing yourself to do it and you hate it which is literally what I do so I'm doing the wrong thing so don't do what I'm doing Somebody said, I've never really done anything on Halloween. Do you think I'm missing out on something or not? No, you're not missing out on anything. I can guarantee you that. Somebody said, me and my boyfriend have a cute couple's costume, Coraline and YB. Yes, that's the best couple's costume possibly on the planet. Anyway, but we have nowhere to go. I don't want this Halloween to be lame like last year. Any advice on how to make it fun? You know what you could do? You know, even if you're a little bit too old to go trick-or-treating, just go out and go for a walk in a neighborhood somewhere. You know, it's so fun. Like, you'll see other kids your age even that are also going for a walk around. You'll see cute little kid costumes. You know, you might spark up a combo with some parents. You could even go trick-or-treating. Like, nobody's going to really give you shit. Like, go fucking trick-or-treating. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. And it's actually fun. Like, even when you're too old to be doing it necessarily, like, it's still fun. Or even if you just go on a walk, it's so fun. Or you could find a haunted house. That's fun. Like finding like a real ass haunted house that's actually kind of scary. That can be really fun too. You don't need to go to a party to have fun on Halloween. Or you guys could just invite your friends over and do a little home thing, you know? Anyways, you guys, that's all I got for today. This was the Halloween special. I hope that you enjoyed it. Halloween, you know... 
as much as it's not my favorite, I'm going to try my best to have a good night. I'm actually planning on baking some pumpkin blondie bars today um, with almond butter as well. So it's like kind of pumpkin almond flavor. I don't know. I'm going to throw some chocolate chips in there and just pray for the best. So that's kind of how I'm going to celebrate. Um, I hope that you guys have an amazing Halloween. If you don't celebrate, I just hope you have an amazing rest of your week. I'll see you next week. I love you guys and appreciate you so much. Thank you for listening. If you want to subscribe to Anything Goes, you can do so on any platform that you listen to podcasts. You can leave Anything Goes a review on Apple Podcasts. I really, really appreciate those. And I read them every single week before I record. And it makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. So that even if I'm in a bad mood, I am then in a good mood when I record the episode. And last but not least, you can follow Anything Goes on Twitter at AG Podcast. And you can participate in future episodes if that is something that interests you. So thank you guys for listening. I love you guys so much and we'll we'll talk soon. We'll talk next week. See ya.